Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that it by you may grow up in salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen by God, and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For on scriptures it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you were not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Thank you. And now would you stand for the reading of the gospel? The gospel gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me. And also you may be where I am. And I'll go back. I'll come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way, the, you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you know him and you have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater, than, greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please, please be seated. Let's pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, 
Amen. Good morning. What a joy to come to Satin Anglican Church and see you all this morning again. Time flies. My last visit to Satin Church was in March 2015. It has been more than two years already. I've heard a lot of good things about Satin Church. Satin Church is a vibrant English-speaking congregation, having strong ministry team, providing loving fellowship for people coming from different parts of the world, equipping church members to be disciples. The church has been growing. Recently, the church has just purchased. A new office, right? Yeah. May God continue to bless the development of Satin Church under the leadership of Reverend Hewu. At the beginning of my sermon, I would like to extend my warm welcome to those who are to be confirmed and received into the communion of Hong Kong Sing Kong Hui. Many Christians have a misunderstanding. That once they are baptized or confirmed, God would guarantee all of them to have health, wealth, and a carefree lifestyle. If they have this assumption, suffering can only mean failure of their spiritual life or frustration against God for failing to meet. Their expectations. Many teach that suffering is the result of sin, a lack of faith, or the anger of God. If this were true, all the apostles were under God's judgments. For my understanding, suffering is part of this world. The Bible tells us suffering. Is a part of life. Is part of life. We live in a fallen world, and we dwell in a world that is at war with God, both spiritually and physically. Creation is not as it was created to be. One day, God will restore all things, but the road to eternity,、uh, to eternity, passes. By many hardships, we need to understand. Even as Jesus was crucified, John the Baptist was beheaded. Most of disciples faced persecution. Even my former vicar of Saint Peter Church in Castle Peak died at the age of forty-eight due to cancer complications. Saint John says, "Everyone is promised problem." You have to remember, the Bible says, "Everyone is promised problem." In the world, you have trouble and suffering. In the journey of your life, you must expect suffering and trouble. We suffer mentally and emotionally in life. Such as aging, financial turmoil, worrying about your children, 
when suffering comes our way, when storm hits you, what shall you do? Today, the gospel reading, John chapter 14, the first verse said, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus said, part of a solution to trouble heart is to believe in him or trust in him. Jesus told his disciples to trust in him in three main areas. The first, trust in God's love and care. You have to trust in God's love and care. The gospel reading of today is about Jesus' farewell discourse. He told his disciples he will be going away and they could not come. He told them one of them was a traitor. He told disciple Peter he would deny him three times. That's a lot to take in. You can imagine how the disciples was disheartened and confused. Who is to be trusted? The anxiety about being left alone is clouding their vision, their perception, and their hearts. Jesus says, don't worry. Trust God and trust me. Because I have conquered the world, in me you have peace. You have to rediscover that you are in God's love and care. Take courage. I heard a story of an older couple that had a rebellious son who would often stumble in from a light of drunkenness, pass out on his bed late at night. His mother would always get up shortly after her son came home. She went into his bedroom and knew by his side stroking his face gently, kissing in his hand, and covering him, covering him up with a blanket. Do you know why the mother expressed her love to his son when he is asleep? Do you know why? Because he might not allow her mother to love him when he is awake. God loves us even when we refuse to love him. That is God's love and care. Secondly, trust in God's ability. God knows everything. He knew Judas would betray him. He, he, he knew Judas would betray him. Peter will deny him three times. He knew the cause, how troubled the apostle would be. Even for today, Jesus knows when we are sad. He knows when we are confused. He knows when we are mad. He knows when we are depressed or in despair. And of course, Jesus knows our troubles. He experienced all our suffering. And he overcame all the suffering, all the troubles. 
Jesus said, "Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me." Thirdly, we have to trust. You have to trust in God's promises. Jesus tell them, "You can trust in my promises. In my Father's house are many rooms. If you were not so, I would have to tell you." I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. The whole Bible is talking about God's promises and fulfillments. God gave many promises, both in the Old Testament and New Testaments. He promised the children of Israel. A land where there would be milk and honey, the promise was fulfilled. God promised a Messiah that took a long time, but he was also fulfilled. Jesus, the Savior, was born. If I promise to donate one billion dollar to Sardin Church. And I give you a personal check. You might doubt. You're so poor. How can you donate one billion dollar to Shatin Church? But if I gave you a bank draft issue by Hong Kong Bank, you believe that the bank draft is a cash equivalent, right? You have confidence because the bank guarantee payment. Hong Kong Bank never fail. To fulfill the promise, the bank draft can be cash, right? God made a commitment to love you. Likes the commitment we make. God's commitment to you is everlasting. He will not break his promise. There are times when you rebelled against him. He has kept his promise to you. He never abandoned. He never abandoned you. Look at the cross. Jesus endured the cross because he loves and wants none of us to end up in hell, but to enjoy eternal life. In him, he will receive. In him, you will receive God's grace and strength. God has also put in your life pe- people who have helped you to go through suffering. People like your parents, your sponsor, your friends, who present you in this service to show their support, their help, to build you up in love and in Jesus Christ. In my conclusion, whenever or whatever your burdens are this morning, the solution to a troubled heart is still the same: to trust. To trust in His presence, I never leave you," He said. "I always be beside you. Don't forget my presence. Secondly, trust my promises. Whenever, when everything seems dark and gloomy, when everything seems to be falling apart, remember my promise. Then trust." 
in God, you won't get lost. You won't. I am the way. I will take you by hand and lead you to my Father's house. All candidates to be, all candidates for confirmation. Why you are here today? Today, in your confirmation, you will stand before this congregation and make promises to God that you will continue to celebrate and live your life in Christ. New night that began in your baptism many years ago, and will continue to grow, deepen your spiritual life, to grow. And to be a matured Christian, God makes to you in your baptism that God makes you today in your confirmation a promise that God will be with you always, in good and bad, happy and sad. Amen.